Windshield time again. Sorry, it's been a minute. I think it was since the spring. I think my last uh, podcast was in, we are going, got back from Zion. Sorry, you don't have a lot of windshield time anymore. I guess it's a good and bad thing. It's a good thing if you don't just sit behind the windshield of a car. It's a bad thing if you've got a podcast named Windshield Time. So there you go. I may have to just call it uh, Wind in My Face Time because I've been covering more miles on foot lately as I have been in the car. So, uh, yeah, beautiful Friday, the 3rd of December. Uh, yesterday was our oldest, Eveline's seventh birthday. That shit went by fast. You can go back to some previous episodes and listen to uh, when I first started doing this. Uh, like, There's a couple of, one episode where I'm driving in with the birth of our uh third child which is three now so man i guess it's been that long oh let's see what do we got going on rolling into traffic right now into nashville uh don't i used to do this a lot i don't do it anymore i may be driving to town like three five times a month now we uh, just got through spending three weeks in southern indiana with our 31 foot uh laredo camper we bought hanging out with the kids that was fun we stayed at harmony state park um, it was nice, man. I didn't think I was going to have that much fun and close to freezing temperatures in southern Indiana in November. And man, leaves were falling. If you can check out my Instagram at the Neil McCormick and check out some of the pictures. I think I'm not sure if I posted. I think I knew I did on stories, but I'll put some up for this podcast, too. It was a good ride, man. It was a really good ride. We had a fire going the whole time and wasn't a lot of folks around. More importantly, we didn't have to deal with bugs. So that was pretty cool. Um that was nice. It was just good. The functionality of the camper is good. You can check out revamping camping on Instagram and check out the inside of our camper that got renovated. The before and after photos, Carrie and Matt did a great job. Uh, I kind of, Leah met them, uh, ran it, saw them on Instagram and uh, reached out and said, Hey, you know what we got to do to get on y'all's list for campers. And the reason why she reached out is because I've always, thought that most campers or RVs were set up for 65 year year old retirees. And I think most are, and um, we didn't really like that setup or feel or look. So she reached out to these folks and they sent us like a 50 question questionnaire over of how we planned on using the camper and, you know, sleeping arrangements and kids and all that. And they went out and found us a camper and uh, renovated it for us and updated it to our specifications. And, the main things that I like, I wanted, I didn't want dark and creepy. I didn't want a bunch of cabinets because uh, you just lose stuff in them and I'm just too lazy to open them anymore. Uh, they redid the outdoor kitchen, which was my jam. Uh, perfect. They did a great job with that. And they put in a badass sound system for me. So uh, that was pretty cool. I know, I know. Outdoor and the peace and quiet. Why do you need good, good music? Because why not? Um, Leah's uncle Joe, it's got a 26 foot camper and man, sitting down with him for a conversation, really, man, you just don't have enough. I don't know. I hope I can become one of those guys like my uncle David or Joe, where you just sit down and a 20 minute conversation just gives you more information than you're ever going to need. Uh, you know, about like, Hey, these are tools you may need, man. This is what could happen to you on the road with a camper and flats and winterizing it and all these things that Joe just, he's done it. He's an old school retired firefighter, man. So he's got a ton of knowledge. So that helped me out a good bit. And yeah, he's just a good dude anyway. 
but back from that, uh, we're also, we bought a house like 150 steps away from Leah's mom's house in Evansville, uh, just right up the road. Um, we just really enjoy spending time up there and her mom's got a two bedroom, two bath house, which really kind of isn't conducive for uh, us and three kids to be spending any extended amount of time there. So we, um, we just bought a house. Uh, we bought a house right up the street. Uh, and the prices in Evansville houses, you can hop on Zillow and check it out. Let's just say they're not Nashville prices. We're, we're throwing that out there. Um, but we're slowly but surely renovating it. Uh, Leah's been crushing, man. She, uh, we were going to have to pay a painter to paint all the walls and stuff. And Leah got on Amazon and bought it like a, a spray, a painter, you know, professional one. And she's figured out how to use it and has painted the whole entire house. She's done a great job with that and just odds and ends stuff like that. We got the living room done. We got, uh, it's only three bedroom, one bath. We got the living room done. We got one small bedroom done, the master bedroom. We got the first coat of paint on it and patching up the holes because it had wallpaper um, from your boy here. If you ever had the opportunity to either peel off paint or wallpaper or paint over it, uh, I recommend painting over it. Just, just from the few days we spent tearing wallpaper off, it's a pain in the ass. But um, the bathroom is completely demolished down to the studs, except for the toilet. We put a new toilet in to use while we're there. But uh, that's going to be the fun one is completely redoing all the tile and everything in the bathroom to bring it up to date. It just wasn't in good shape. But it's a 111-year-old house, kind of shotgun house right there in the, on the west side of Evansville. We really enjoy spending time there. Sidewalks, everything's walkable. Got a pizza joint at the end of the street. Got a grocery store two streets over. Um, right down the street's Franklin Street. Got a coffee shop, plenty of few coffee shops, handful of restaurants and bars, and just good community vibe, man. We really enjoy it up there. I think y'all probably heard me talk about it on some previous episodes of just a, a fun time of what we're doing. So between that and then uh, moved our houses, we finally moved and bought a different house in Lebanon on four acres on a dead end street. And we're still getting settled into that. Um, we got uh, tomorrow, we got Eveline's. We got our first kind of housewarming party going on tomorrow. Eveline's birthday, got some inflatables, going to do a couple fires. Got like 14 trees cut down, so plenty of firewood. The, that's the good news. The bad news, it's all hackberry, and nobody wants hackberry wood, so we couldn't even give it away. But um, but uh, this podcast, uh, I always like to mention, it's sponsored by different logos on vehicles and on billboards that I see while I'm driving. These people have no idea that I'm uh, saying that they're sponsoring me. Uh, that's a caveat. I just like to give them a shout-out. This podcast is brought to you by Legends Corner and the Stage in downtown Nashville. Probably one of the coolest billboards I've seen in a really long time right here on Interstate 40 in Nashville. Uh, the Stage makes a, or uh, the Legends makes a phenomenal Bloody Mary. Even though I don't drink anymore, uh, the Bloody Mary is just a good Bloody Mary. They don't set out to make it good. They just make one and it happens to be good. So, sponsored by the Stage and Legends Corner. They don't know it, but I appreciate it. Um... What else we have going on? Uh, Eveline's in the first grade. She's crushing, working on spelling words right now. Uh, boys are killing it right now. Um, business is good. Things are good. Just a different quality of life, man. It's just so weird. Weird growing up and, uh, you know, doing those 
60, 70, 80 hour weeks and everybody you know just working themselves all day, every day and feeling guilty if you're not working. And, you know, then do when I moved here, I did that with Pepsi. I would, even my days off, I go took extra shifts and then moving into the beer business, we were always doing extra stuff. I don't know. I call it the fat kid at prom syndrome. Just kind of happy to be there. And every day I feel like someone's going to show up and make me go back to Arkansas and live on the dirt road and lay asphalt, which in retrospect, it really wouldn't be that big of a deal. There's this weird thing I have. It's like a mindset of like, um, if I had to go back to Arkansas or, um, and do that, it really wouldn't bother me. I think I would really, there's a part of me that would really enjoy that process of starting from scratch to build back up to where we're at now. And not even in a financial sense, just a quality of life sense. And I think I could do it again at this point. I wouldn't enjoy it as much as I did then because I'm older and physically not as able to do as much as I could when I was in my twenties, but I don't think it's above me. I mean, I think that's one thing that Lee and my wife and I have in common is the fact that nothing's really below us. You know, I mean, I, I, you know who cleans all the toilets in my house? That would be me. I do every one of them. And a uh, little shout out to you uh, fellas, especially if you're single or dating or interested in the lady. Uh, there's only one room in your house that she is always going to sit down and be able to gather her thoughts and realize how clean or dirty you are. And that's the bathroom. So if you don't clean any, any other room in the house that well, Always make sure your bathroom is clean and well-stocked and smells good. It's your advice from your old pal, Neil, here. A little life hack. But, um, yeah, Lee and I, that's, it's just never – there's nothing that we're not – that's the challenge we always joke about is, like, that's the biggest challenge in Nashville and Middle Tennessee right now is that life would be a lot easier if we didn't have so many choices. And the fact that we do have so many choices is distracting sometimes for people that – always feel like we need to be taking advantage of them and, you know, out there hustling and all that. So, <clears throat> excuse me, as of late, man, I've been working on supporting Leah and her business and everything she's been wanting to do and working on my business and that's about it. So it's been an interesting ride to not be working 80, 90 hours a week, but I've really just enjoyed spending time with my family and hanging out the house and, and just doing very simple, basic stuff. It's just weird because uh, coming from the beer business just almost three years ago, a feeling I got, I had to work six, seven days a week. No one ever told me I had to. That's just what I did. I just, now it's weird just actually having a good life work balance. And, and you know, I've never worried about money anyway, but I even worry about it less even more now. I just, I mean, I think once you've worked construction or physical demanding jobs or things like that, and then someone pays you for once you get paid for your first idea that you executed, it puts it all in perspective. Like, man, how much time would it have took me of putting beer or Pepsi on the shelf or lugging kegs or any of those things? How much time would that have taken me to make this amount of money in comparison to what somebody is paying me for my ideas and execution of my business? to make their business better because no one wants to invest into something and it just break even. If you buy a piece of equipment in a business, it needs to make you money. And it's the same way what we do at Tallboy too. So, um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting time. And, you know, to help people to, to grow their business and stuff like that is, is really fun. But again, you know, if I had to go back to, to shoveling asphalt or any of those, it would suck. 
short term, but it is what it is, man. You, you figure it out. And I think that's the biggest disconnect. I was, I was listening to a podcast a while ago about how, why there isn't, why there's so many job vacancies. And the, the guy on the podcast was just talking about how one of the main reasons why his, he thinks there was, or why he knows there is, is because the generation younger than me, they were all raised and told that there were going to be all these amazing computer and technology jobs for them to do because technology was going to replace everything. And they grew up and no one trained them for factory jobs. No one trained them for manual labor. No one told them they were going to need to do it. And now technology didn't grow at the same rate in which we were telling people they didn't need to learn how to do manual labor and all these things. And now there's still all these manual labor jobs and trades and stuff that needs to get done and a whole generation of workforce that wasn't prepared for that. I mean, my parents and grandparents, they were all prepared for the work. They were, I was prepared for the work of you're going to need to work. You're going to need to show up. You're going to need to work all these things. But the younger generation was, wasn't. So we can't beat them up because they weren't told they needed to go work. They were going to have to work at the chicken plant or they were going to have to shovel asphalt or do landscaping or drywall or plumbing or whatever. But also this guy on the podcast was talking about how, uh, another reason why is because our birth rate in America is stalling. Um, and one of the main reasons why it's stalling, there's a handful of different reasons, the better birth control of different things like that. And more educated people waiting till later to have kids or not having kids at all and things like that. He's just saying there's a whole segment of people that would normally be filling jobs that just weren't born. You know, you look at the baby boomers. Yeah, that's where they're from because there was a boom in babies and all that. But the, the birth, the birth rate, is continuing to decline in the United States. And we haven't got to the point to where like Japan and a lot of other countries are where they have so many more older people than younger people that they're having a main, a huge problem with who's going to take care of all the older people. And that's what we're going to have trouble with here too. It's just like, who's going to take care of the older people if we get to that point. And we haven't got there yet, but Japan and especially China, when China went through their whole, uh, you know, you know, one child policy. And it was, I think it was some crazy number. I want to say it was close to, I, I want to say it was like, it was in the, the tens of millions. I want to say it was close to, God, I want to say it was like 20 to 40 million births were, were, were prevented or aborted or something along those lines in China with their one child policy that, that were just never born. And especially when people didn't want to have daughters either. So now not only do you not have enough people to take care of the older people, you don't have the female to male ratio is all wonky and screwed up now too. So, um, sorry, not trying to get too doomsday here. Just, you know, random thoughts spewing out of my melon, but, um, yeah. So that's where we're at, man. And I, I don't know. I think it's that part of, I think the people forever that were just, everybody now is seeing the repercussions of, you know, what the actual cost is to get. And, I, and we've had like every contractor out to our house, service provider, roofing, plumbing, electrical, all that. And what people don't understand is that you are not paying for someone to do those jobs. You're paying for them to do that job, do it consistently, do it without burning your house down and somebody that you trust on your property to make the right call. And the cost of finding somebody that checks off all those boxes is not cheap. It's not easy. So 
I look at it as like, yeah, I could always get any of those people cheaper, but I can't get them better. I mean, it's, you know, they'll joke, you know, in my opinion, the things you don't want to get cheaper versions of uh, electrician, uh, a tattoo artist or LASIK eye surgery. Let's just say you probably need to spend for the one that's the best quality there. And that's probably not going to be the most cheap, the cheapest one. So just two cents from your old pal, Neil, if you're thinking about getting any of the, any of that work done in the future, you know, if it's the cheapest tattoo artist, I'm just giving you a heads up. Usually not the best one. So, but that's about 16 minutes here of me just spewing thoughts off the top of my head. What we got going on. I uh, got to roll in a sandbar here. Uh, and pick up a few supplies for the party this weekend. Um, I think that's about it. That's all I got. Your old pal Neil here at windshield time. Hoping to make these a little more frequent. Again, may start doing it uh, when in my FaceTime. And we can go from there. Uh, I will accompany this with some photos of uh, of our of our time in southern Indiana on the old Instagram if anybody wants to check it out. Hope y'all are doing well. Call somebody you haven't talked to in a while. I'm sure they really appreciate listening to you or hearing from you. Just call them just to ask how they're doing, not for any other reason. So that's all I got. Have a good rest of your day. Make good choices. Um, have a great weekend.